That's my name. You told me you purchased seven. So seven brides for seven brothers. We have to talk about and all I your wives. Every single one of those brothers. <laughs> Tell me one of them. So, okay. So since we last potted, I dropped the bombshell that I have purchased seven frags. And it's amazing. Um, yeah, I feel proud. I'm proud of you. <laughs> I think it was really I'm a little nervous for my bank account, but I think I did a pretty good haul, honestly. What was the highest price point of the seven? Um, okay. One of them was a little over 100. Okay. But all of the rest of them were under. So I feel like, I, honestly, it was a pretty affordable haul across the board. Yeah. Um, my cryptic like way of explaining what they were is going to be, I bought one of them in person. Yes. I bought two of them in a hall that has arrived to my home at this point. One from a retailer that has not arrived yet. And based on the tracking, me no know when it will arrive. Okay. And then three that are en route to me currently and will be possibly at my home by the time I return today. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. Also too, it's like even before I purchased these seven, I still had a lot that I really have been like wanting to bring. That's the thing. So it's just going to be hard. That's the thing. And whenever I do a haul like that, I don't know what your experience was, but whenever I do a haul like that, generally it's because there's one mm-hmm. that I want. Yeah. It's 250. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, well, I can't have that. So let me get these seven. Period. <laughs> Period. <laughs> well, the thing for me that I experienced with this haul is that like there was the one and I was like, you know what? Yeah. I'm going to fucking pull the trigger on that one. Yeah. Yes. I think I need it. I think I deserve it. I've been a good girl. Uh, you don't even, you don't need my approval. You have it. I just was like, it's fucking time. I yeah. got paid, you know, et cetera. Yeah. Then the next one, I was like. Thirsty. <laughs> I'm like, just take a sip. <laughs> this conversation's making me parched. <laughs> so the next one, I was like, oh, okay. Well, I've been kind of curious about this one. Mm. And oh, so it's a blind. It, it was a blind. Okay. And I'm going to pull the trigger. Then the two that have arrived, I was like, it was like 1 a.m. Mm. And I was just like, yeah, <laughs> give it to me. <laughs> <laughs> I was in my fucking, it was, I was on some demon time. Yeah. With those two. My favorite time for online shopping is when I wake up in the middle of the night, it's 4 a.m. And I'm, mm-hmm. that's when the Instagram ads hit. Yep. Because you're That's scrolling, when they know, they know. Mm-hmm. and you're just like, oh, a little something for me, something sweet. I like to smell good. I actually, yeah. to deviate, mm-hmm. I was in scent bar the other day because I was picking up a fragrance for my brother. So I do see a beautiful little scent bar bag on the couch. Just yes. perched. It's perched. I was going to ask about it, but here you are telling me. So I did something. Without prompt. But yes. Well, well I'm not going to just let that sit no. there. Do like, you have to let it linger? That pregnant pause in the yeah. room? That pregnant woman in the room? Absolutely not. No. Give um, her a seat. Let her sit. <laughs> let her join the 
conversation. Yeah, let her speak. So my brother said that he wanted a fragrance for his birthday. Glam. So I went to the Scentfire website. I've never done this. I'm not a coupon or not coupon. I'm not a sample girl. I don't order yeah. the samples. Yeah. Just because we're lucky enough to have Scentfire in our backyard. Right. If there's something I want to smell, I go in there and smell it. Just go into the laboratory. But for him, he lives in New York. So I ordered him a bunch of samples and said, pick the one that you like and I'll buy you that for your birthday for the gift. So wait, what were the samples? The samples were Spirit Cast, the new um, Joram Studios. Oh, fun. Which I smelled yesterday and is really cool. I got him, I think it was like- Wait, just for a second- had you smelled it before no. you purchased the sample? That one was blind. Oh, fun. That one was blind. But just, you're like, it's Joram. He told me I had given him a hyacinth fragrance that was super green. Oh, fun. Like 10 years ago. Yeah. So he was like, I don't know about perfume, but I know I like that one that you gave me. So I was giving him like green boys. Right. So we did Spirit Cast. We did, um, I think like Wonderwood or something, like mm-hmm. a CDG fragrance. Um Chokity. Yeah. And um, the one that he wanted, which is Comme des Garcons Marseille. Oh, fun. It's a really cool, so beautiful fragrance. Talk about Marseille. Marseille, you would love. Yeah. It's um, very soapy. Is it one of the Encense ones? No, it's like the opposite. It's oh, interesting. Super soapy, a little bit lavender, kind of smells like Febreze. Okay. Gotcha. He liked it. Daddy likey. It's like, just like a very strong detergent smell, like a clean okay. laundry type of smell. Those don't really hit for me personally, but I feel like I know that there is an audience for that. So. I want to like crack it open for you. I feel like you would love it. I wish we could. I see it gift wrapped. I looked inside and saw a little bit of gift wrapping. You so took a peek. I took a little peek. <laughs> I couldn't help myself. And it's so cool to go in there and buy a full-size fragrance. I never do that. You never do that. (laughs) Canonically, the experience that we have at Scent Bar is when we go together, I always walk out with with at least least one one. FB. And Maddie remains empty-handed. And I'm like, Chloe, don't... They give you four samples when you buy one. Like, can I have one of your samples? (laughs) You're like, I gotta save up my funds for the potato of the day. It's so... I'm always saving up my funds for the meze platter. It's so ridiculous. I'm just like feta, like whipped feta is like where I spend all of my money. You gotta do what you gotta do. But I'm... Harvest Mouse is... I almost purchased Harvest Mouse Uh when I was in there. But I had just made another big purchase and I was like, oh, I can't do 175. Well, so the thing I was going to say about my my seven brides, um, I purchased all of those Mm. in sort of very quick succession. And I didn't even count up how many I was buying until after. And then I was like, wow, the fact that it was seven in like a period of like three days is crazy. And then... When I, once those had already, you know, left my bank account, I then discovered something like an FB of like a regularly priced thing that I actually really want, of course. which we're going to talk about later. And so you purchased it. No. Okay. But, but we'll talk about it's it. It's majorly on your list. It's majorly on the mind okay. and it will be discussed. Okay. Okay. So 
And no further questions. No further questions at this time. <laughs> Fucking like Taylor Swift talking about Maddie Healy. Is that current enough? Is that a current enough reference? So we're we not doing? even going to be able to publish this now because we're going to be a week too late. Yeah. T- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. She'll be dating Ice Spice next. I haven't listened to the song yet. No, I haven't either. I mean, it, it's just all like so. I'm so not a Taylor head. Oops, sorry. Oh, you're not a Swifty. I'm not a Swifty. I'm a big Swifty. I'm going to tell you, I'm not really an Ice Spice stan. I mean, not that I'm specifically an Ice Spice stan. I really appreciate what she brings to the culture. I, um, you know what I almost said? What? Ice Spice sounds like music that's made by computer for Zoomers. Uh-huh. And then I realized Taylor Swift yeah. <laughs> sounds like music that's made by a computer for millennials. For millennials, fully. Yeah. It's a perfect match. Yeah, they're very algorithmically. Pilled. Don't you think? I would agree. I would 100% agree. Maybe I'll get into Ice Spice. I haven't done like a full. And listen. also, uh, my favorite pop star, Kylie Minogue, is like. <laughs> she invented Made by that. like an algorithm for gay men. She, but she like invented that. Yeah. I, I So I made. I, I sent this right over to Maddie before I came over. Um, I made a Kylie Minogue playlist that I'm really excited about for my roommate. Cause my roommate was like, I don't really know where to start with Kylie. I know I love can't get you out of my head yeah. and love at first sight. That album is like the one that people know, but I'm like, no, you gotta go deeper. You gotta go a little bit deeper. And even for me, I went through her whole discography today and I was like, Wait, there are definitely deep cuts that I'm sure slap really hard on all of these albums. I don't even know them. And so it's just like, I have some exploring to do myself. I appreciated that when you sent me the mix, you were like, this is my response to your Eminem mix, which like, Mm -hmm. I don't. Which also implies you don't have to listen to it. (laughs) I was going to say, it can't technically be a response if you haven't listened to Uh the initial. Well, it's it's like a spiritual sister in that neither of us are obligated to listen to each other. Exactly. But I had the same experience making the Eminem mix. I was just like, oh, let's actually do like the Eight Mile soundtrack and see what the fuck's on that. Exactly. There are some bangers. There's some bangers. I mean, and like this was for me with the Kylie one. I was like, wow, I really feel like if given, I mean, I made it in like a 20 minute period, you know? And so like, if given a real extended search process, I would probably come up with some even more deep cuts. You're an archeologist. I'm an archeologist. And I mean, I'm just also sort of like responding to the current moment of Padam Padam, Mm -hmm. you know? I still haven't listened. Have you heard that at all? No. It's the first one on the playlist. So if anything, listen to that. Okay, cool. Um, It fucking rocks. It's like so it's kind of random that it's a Kylie song because it just sounds like it could be it's it's a like very spooky euro. Mm, like it's very great. like ooh, atmospherically like dark and spooky and then like it sounds kind of like an Ava Max song, TBH. Okay, cool. It like doesn't sound like Kylie. I'm so excited to listen. Yeah. She's mother. She absolutely she is. She mothered a little bit. Her album that came out like a year and a half ago or something. Yeah, Disco. That was cool. I yeah. did a full listen through a couple of times with that one. I was realizing that the albums that are the sort of like, that contain the hardest material overall mm-hmm. are the one that have, oh, fuck, like Fever, which is uh, Can't Get You Out of My Head, Love at First Sight, How old was she when that album came out? 
That was in 2000, I think. Because I remember at that time, people were already being like, she's not young. Exactly. And she's doing, so how the fuck old is she now? Well, because her first album was, let's go just do a little history lesson. If you had to venture a guess at her age. Right now? Yeah. Her current age, I would say she's in her 50s or 60s. Let's let's not, actually not let's actually 60s. guess. Not sixties. Oh, I think maybe sixties, babe. You think she's like Madonna's age? I know. I now have it up on you, the screen. You know her age. How old do you think she is? Forty nine. She's fifty four. <gasps> so sixties was obviously overshooting it, but like fifties was right. That's so iconic. It's so iconic. She's really. She's like the Eileen of. Mm-hmm. pop music she's just like been in the game doing soaps every single day yeah. for 40 years fully well and also too like going back through the discography i was like oh so the bitch has never left the dance floor that's the thing like it literally has always been in this yeah you know niche like her first album is like the locomotion of course and then which is like dancey in a very 80s way mm-hmm. Then she goes into like it's like an eighties Sesame Street way, yeah. But it, but it's like dancey though. Yeah. And then she goes into better the, better the devil you know and that era, which is like very nineties like mm. house e sort of. And like the other tracks from that era are very like nineties house. And then she went into like the OOs with like you know fever can't get you out of my head blah blah blah. blah. That's all very like dancey in a glossy pop from that era kind of way. And then in the like aughts, she was kind of flirting with like indie sleaze dance. Hmm. Like like uh like blog house kind of vibes. I need to listen. She had like CSS remix her and shit. Oh, got it. Totally. Uh, like Mastercraft remixed her song. Totally. And so like she was at the Bedford stop. Yeah, <laughs> fully. And then, and then she more recently, you know, her disco album is like, you know, in a spiritual companion to like the Dua Lipa disco kind of revival sound. Yeah. So it's like, she's really consistently remained on the dance floor just throughout different kind of like genre iterations. I love that for her. And I struggle with when people say like when Erica Jane came Mm -hmm. on housewives and she was like, Oh, I've charted on the dance charts for years. Uh I'm like, who else is on the dance charts? She's right there with Kylie. But you know what I mean? Like, I assume that there's like a culture of sort of like nightclub gay music that like, maybe we don't even know. I guess there's also like the, David Goetta's of the world. But well that's one thing, but like yeah. the sort of like upstarts of that, mm-hmm. like who was she charting? Who was Erica Jane like on the charts with at that time? Do you watch Love Island at all? No. So Love Island, the soundtrack is all like people who chart on the dance chart. That's what I need. You know what I mean? That I need that education. I will say I did make uh maybe like last year or two years ago a Love Island like inspired playlist mm. of like really head empty kind of like Euro UK dance music. Just like Spotify. Yeah. The, you know. It's like people like Mabel. I've got to learn about Mabel. You got to learn about Mabel. <laughs> she actually came and like sang on an episode. Like she came to the house 
to the Love Island house and okay. like sang for them. Okay. So it's like very much that's the world. She was like, did you watch um, The L Word? I mean, yes. Betty? Uh-huh. <laughs> Betty is like oh the band God. that did the theme song oh, and they would yeah, like yeah. be in episodes every yeah, so yeah, often. Yeah, they would yeah. be like a Betty show at the planet. Like, Wait, that's so cute. <laughs> so they kind of like entered into the world. I feel like Mabel yeah. is the Betty of Love Island. Fully, fully. <laughs> that's also the names too, like Mabel and Betty. I feel like also with Vanderpump, they mm. should have more opportunities for Dina Deadly, who sang the theme song, to come and do shows there. Who do you think does the music for them? And who? what do you think they get paid? Not that song, Not but that the song, music but the, that's... I mean, the music that's throughout is so iconic. It it's honestly like is. It's clearly royalty-free. But they have... They like must have... Royalty-free house band? Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. But do you think that they're getting paid like 20 bucks an hour to do the music? Yeah. There's... On one of the other Bravo podcasts I listen to, they have a name for it. Fuck. I wish I remember. Oh, Trixie Monocle. I don't know why they call it that, but they call the house band for Vanderpump Rules Trixie Monocle. <laughs> I don't know why. It's funny. But it's been named. They, they have a name. It's been named. And like, it is such a really notable part of Vanderpump Rules. Like, it's like the unnamed fifth character. You so know? do you Just think... Just like the city in Sex and the City. No, exactly. Exactly. So do you think that their Trixie Monocle is going in and scoring the episode? Or do you think the producers have canned... I kind of feel like they probably are like, okay, so we need some songs about like leveling your game up and like... Oh, standing up for your girls. I don't and, mean the songs with lyrics. Oh, I mean the songs with lyrics. Oh, those are very royalty free. But they're so fun. That's uh, to me. I'm like that's the other because sometimes they are really, really tied to things that are happening in the episode. It's a good point. Like sometimes they're like, yeah, I'm walking down Robertson. <laughs> <laughs> Gonna go visit my restaurant that foreclosed. Uh, <laughs> It's like Lisa walking into pump. Exactly. Exactly. I would love that personally. Yeah. All of that music stuff is interesting. Selling sunsets the same. Mm -hmm. It's all like, you better work. Yeah. Work, bitch. Be a bitch. Sell that house. <laughs> Real estate. <laughs> <laughs> but I remember watching the real world like in middle school. Yeah. They scored the music with like the up to the minute like mm -hmm. songs that were on TRL. Yeah. So it was cool to watch the episodes because they would be like, they would be like at the club in new Orleans and they didn't have the rights to the song that was actually playing at the right. club, but they would like, be dancing to a song. It was a completely different completely tempo, different yeah, like, but the, you know, whatever it was like the recent like Lincoln park song or something that like, Lincoln park, whatever, I don't know, whatever TRL yeah. song. I'm obsessed with the idea of them dancing to Lincoln park, going to the club and yeah. playing Lincoln park. I feel like, so do you think it's so interesting that that would be the scenario mm -hmm. because I would think that getting the rights to like a major TRL song would be more expensive. I think no? MTV was really judge and jury at that time. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because it was so important for artists to be on those shows. And But that's actually a really good like um, way of thinking about the ways that reality TV has changed yeah. over the years. Like 
in terms of even fucking like royalties and music rights. Now, the way that the music industry works overall, it's like musicians are not making money from, let's see, album sales, uh, streaming. They're not making money from touring. Yeah. You know, the only way that musicians are really making money these days is from licensing Kia commercials. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But also soundtracks for shows, soundtracks for shows, soundtracks for movies. Yeah. It's, I was just listening to, Oh girl, I listened to the nerdiest pod. What pod? It's one of my favorites. So are you familiar with the ringer media network? Of course. So they have a podcast called the rewatchables. Uh huh. (laughs) And what's that babe? It's all like Gen X men talking about movies that like are on TNT all the uh-huh, time uh-huh. and they have a whole rating system. It's much like our pod, but yeah. inferior, of course. Of course. I, I mean, mean I, I actually shouldn't say that. I'm obsessed with the rewatchables. I really, it, it was kind of like my intro yeah. to podcasts. Well, maybe like after this American life or whatever. Sure, 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 sure. Um, but they were doing last days of disco mm. and talking about the soundtrack because the soundtrack is like the biggest yeah. disco songs. Yeah. And now I don't people are a little bit, st- I don't know. I, th- I feel like artists and labels are a little bit stingier mm-hmm. and it would be, it would be outlandish for an indie music to have like, I love the nightlife on their right. soundtrack. I think that that's true, but that's like what I'm talking about in terms of it being like the licensing is where people are making money. So totally. that's, they're much stingier about like what they, you know, where they, allow their shit to appear. And maybe as a result, soundtracks are more interesting. They have to dig a little deeper. Dig a little deeper. Get your deep cuts, your Kylie deep yeah. cuts. I mean, now it's like, I feel like there's such a trend in so many recent things of like getting people to like remake songs. I know. Like the Dua Lipa version of X or like the fucking Doja Cat version of Bleh. Speaking of versions, another, you know, I'm not like a music head necessarily, but yeah. that album by The Dare What's that? I have played you one song. It's like they're fully like a Simeon Mobile disco. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. But it's like a popular EP oh, now. I feel like I saw something on Instagram of someone being like showing that they got a really shitty Pitchfork score. Oh. But it's like also whatever Pitchfork. I mean, it's vi- it's like for us, you're just like, okay, I, this is the music that I danced to 15 years ago. Yeah. Like at the Bedford stop. Fully. <laughs> Just at the subway stop, just It makes so much sense. It's coming back around. Yeah, fully. I mean, like, um, my friend sent me a very, like, funny, triggering indie sleaze playlist that she made of, like, everything that I used to listen to in, like, 2010. I recently made one, too. Yeah. Lady Tron. Lady Tron. Fucking, again, like, CSS. CSS. Let's make love and listen to death from above. I mean, very fun. Very good. That was like, and that's also, that's when I, that's exactly when I fell off with music was Mm -hmm. 15 years ago at like the CSS period. I was like, okay, let's listen to this gold lion remix a hundred million times. Well, were you up on fucking like music blogs, like checking out the new things all the time? Cause for that was like, I was so that I pre music blogs. Uh huh. I would go to the library. Oh, bitch. I fucking did this shit too. Spin magazine. Oh, I thought you were going to say what I did, which was. Oh, the burn the CDs burn at the, the library. CDs from the library. Oh, we were, we were on the same wave. We were on the same wave. Because there was a section at my local. When, this is when I was like in high school yeah. at my local library where some fucking indie person donated a bunch of 
CDs. Oh, cute. And so they were actually, so that's where I first heard uh, Sleater Kinney. Yeah. So I had all hands on the bad one. I remember getting some good fucking CDs yeah. from the library. Same. I got fucking Arcade Fire. Actually, same. Like, that's where I heard, like, Yo La Tango for the first time. Me too. Wait, but literally, I, Yo La Tango. Okay, but babe, I was literally out there with my spin magazine. Uh-huh. I was, like, a fucking researcher for a college yeah. essay. I had my spin magazine. I was like, okay, what's, like, on the charts or whatever? Mm-hmm. What are they reviewing? And then I would go find the CDs at the library. I love. I, I will say it's just, like, it's so interesting to have lived through, like, the different phases of like how music is disseminated and discovered. Yeah. Like we've never been more able to discover new thing. Like literally if I want to any day now, I can just be like on Spotify and be like, I want to make a playlist of a hundred percent new things that I've never heard before. Oh and God. you can do it 30 times in a day. Yeah. And yeah. I, and I literally do that every, every few months I just kind of have a day where I'm like, okay, cool. I need a new playlist of just like completely new things that I've never heard of before. That's uh, fun. And just start with like something I do know and just see if like one of the artists I know I like has like a new song well, go from there and just, just like, you can go to a song radio. You can go I do the similar same. artists. Babe, you have to break through the algorithm. The algorithm yeah. gets so like echo chambery. It does. But think about like, it's just so funny because you, when we were growing up, I think about how hilarious it is that like Daniel and I, my best friend, like we grew up on separate sides of the country. Mm-hmm. Both of us, while we were in high school, were having like, emotional moments to the same albums and i thought at the time that i was so like unique and special Mm. but it's just like no bitch like mira was hitting for everyone at the same time yes she was you know what i mean because that was like for us a hundred percent but it was just like so funny because no one around me was like listening to Mira either. Oh yeah, I went to Smith, so so everyone <laughs> just the, the soundtrack. Did I go to Smith to listen to Mira? Probably. Like, Probably. <laughs> I need like my Mira heads around yeah. me. I need to be supported. Where my Mira heads at? <laughs> my but, cold, cold water ice. Oh my god, the best! Seeing the blow in concert mm. twice. Oh my god. <laughs> This is really, I feel like we sound so geriatric, but I'm obsessed with it. Well, that's what's been funny with that album, The Dare, coming out, Uh is you see Zoomers on Twitter, all of the bad reviews, the Zoomers are just like, okay, well, an old person wrote this. And it's like, they did. They did. And I would have given it whatever. I would have been like, this is derivative. It's like, yeah, something from like the ancient prehistoric age. Like, Well, I was having a conversation with someone about this recently, wherein it's like, it's just funny to watch the retreads of the retreads of the retreads totally. now because when we were growing up, the gag is that nothing we were experiencing was at all original either. True. So like people who were a generation above us looked at us and they were like, what the fuck are y'all doing? Oh my God. Me crying to Elliot Smith and my mom being like, this is a Beatles song. Yeah. I was like, you don't get it. <laughs> I mean, literally, I remember so distinctly. I was in middle school mm. and I was listening to like, I don't know if I can like the Dandy Warhols. Yeah. And like, well, that's very retro. And like, um, what's it called? Fuck the Brian Jonestown Massacre. Wait, did you see that film? Yes. <gasps> 
I watched it in middle school. <laughs> well, or maybe like in high school. We should do a whole pod on that film. I know. I need to rewatch that. So this is the movie that's about the Dandy Warhols and Brian Jonestown Massacre. Yeah. That Brian Jonestown Massacre, I was like, there were only like three songs that I cared yeah. about, but those were on playlists for me for years. Yeah. I mean, for bo- both of them for me were really like... I'm obs- Okay, but, but that, you knew that that was kind of like, that was specifically retro-inspired For music. sure. But like, I was listening to those and also other things too, like whatever. And I remember playing some music in the kitchen at my friend's house and her older sister walked in and like, she was like, we were talking about like punk as a concept. And she was like, do you guys not know that punk is dead? (laughs) She's like, do you guys not know that punk has been dead since like the seventies? Your heart just like broke in that moment. And you're like, huh? <laughs> never recovered. You like melted into a puddle yeah, like I Alex Mack. Never yeah. from that experience. <laughs> no, but like it, it's just so funny that like even at the time, you know, fucking like Avril Lavigne and shit mm. is like the only reason that these people existed because they were fucking amalgamations of other cultural things that had come before them. But you know what I'm doing and right now? And watered down and whatever. But in my mind, I'm going through the Rolodex and I'm like, who's really original? Dave Matthews Band. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, John Mayer. No, just I, I've never heard anything like Dave Matthews never Band. Not before, anything. not since. And the other, no, and I'm saying the other day, this is like a year ago, I was trying to get my friends to listen to a playlist that I made and they were just like, sweetheart, it's never going to happen with Dave Matthews Band. No. Like, never going to happen for you. <laughs> but like, um, I just think it's interesting being at the age we are now And then seeing how, like, this is the first time in my life where I've gotten to see a cultural moment that I was, like, a sort of adult for Mm. get repeated. Yeah, so true. Because, like, indie sleaze shit, I was, like, fucking patient zero hipster bitch in high school. So let's say that that was in, like, I don't know, 2006. Yeah. That was yesterday. Like, yes and no. Did shit used to happen so quick, though? No. Well, but it's also, again, it's like the fucking accelerationist tendencies right. of the internet. The accelerationist tendencies of the in- internet. And then there's also something about kind of like the end of the world. We're trying mm-hmm. to like shove in as much as we can. Well, yeah. I mean, it's like there's the whole concept of like the end of history. Yeah. I don't know. Like, there's that book that's like that really important work of like academic writing about the end of history, which I'm going to sound like such a fucking idiot about. Cause I don't actually, I haven't read it, but it's sort of that like from like the Reagan era onward, mm. there has been no like new, there's not been nothing new that's been added to culture and it's just been all like retreads and it just accelerates further and further and faster and faster as we go through. I do think that that is kind of true. And again, I'm like bastardizing it. There's a lot more to it than Mm. that. Well, I mean, this is someone who like didn't know anything about NFTs, but (laughs) talking about me. (laughs) No, no. Talking about this theorist. Right. I was like, Oh bitch, you trying to fight? My second NFT argument yeah. that you've been witness to. Oh my God. We should talk about that. Maybe not. Maybe not. <laughs> well, all I'm going to say is that I witnessed Maddie hold her own very, um, 
inspirationally i love you in an argument with a painting bro about nfts absolutely and so that was really cool absolutely that was when i was really nft filled yeah but i feel like even i'm not like i don't really fuck with nfts personally but even still I appreciated the way that you made your point. Thank you, babe. You really fucking sold it in such a way. Thank you. Only I had only had one and a half martinis. Yeah. So that's when I'm really kind of like at peak intellect. But also the best part about it was that you were just keeping your composure mm. and smiling while this man was literally yelling in your face. <laughs> he was like up like from his seat, yelling, hands on the table, yelling in your face like spit flying it was crazy people get so excited about nfts they get so activated activated <laughs> that's <laughs> some activated charcoal bitch damn literally, it was crazy literally oh i had one more thing about perfume i wanted to say yeah i well, guess we do we have t- a podcast about it so we just <laughs> slam the laptop closed yeah. and say goodbye um so how do you feel about shipping perfume because you know you're not supposed to yeah so i clearly been doing it yeah so like what's tea so i've heard that there's some steps you can take to lie and say that you're shipping something else oh so you're saying like as an individual but not like as like a business no but i've noticed as a business too because perfume obviously is very flammable yeah so when i buy things from eden botanicals which where i buy my raw materials to make perfume yeah I've noticed on the label, it doesn't say, oh no, the perfumer's apprentice. Mm -hmm. If I buy things from the perfumer's apprentice, it just says on the label, the apprentice. (laughs) Oh, they really came that way. And I'm sure that they follow every rule and regulation, but I think it's just to avoid. Well, okay. So you've gotten obviously orders from Fragrance Nut. Yeah. No, that's all fine. I had a little uh, experience recently where my friend abroad- We wanted, talked about this. Yes. He wanted me to ship him a fragrance. How did that go, by the way? Because the last time I was over here potting, you yeah. were like, uh, okay, I have to do this thing. Yeah. I have to send this out, etc." Yeah. How did that go? Fine. I just went to FedEx and did it. Yeah. <laughs> but there, but like, were, were you worried about it being gatekept in some way? Um, I'm not going to say what I said was in the box and whether or Ooh. not I said it was perfume, but I Ooh. have heard that it's better to not say that it's perfume yeah, in those instances. Sense. Well, I mean, my only experience experience with that really is the um I don't know if we talked about this on pod when I ordered uh scents from Essence yeah and oh from Canada from Canada and so then they shipped it FedEx priority in a way that you had to physically like come to the door to grab it I hate that I think I might have already talked about this so apologies if I have I think all fragrances do that you have to Signature. No, but like fragrance nut, no. I mean, I didn't have to my last order. Doesn't seem like I have to now for this one. That's interesting. Ooh, I just revealed that one of them was from fragrance nut. <laughs> when you said that it was a haul. I mean, yeah. How could you do a haul without fragrance nut? Bit? Fragrance nut is like the Netflix of Well, so now fragrance. you know that fragrance nut is the one that's arriving today. So do with that information what you fucking will. And there's three things in that hall. The thing that's fun about Fragrance Nut, here's how they fuck you, by the way. It's Mm. predatory, the text that they sent me. Mm. Still looking at Loverdose? I'm like, yes. Yeah, I am still looking at (laughs) Loverdose. I'll never stop. But their thing is like, you have to spend whatever it is, $150 for free shipping. Yeah. 
But what's fun is that they have like, you know, you could get like a bottle of Love's Baby Soft or like Giorgio by Giorgio, some like weird Mm -hmm. 80s or 70s fragrance that costs $15 just to get your cart over the edge. And that's what I was kind of doing. And that's fun. Yeah. That's really fun. And you get to, because those things, you can't smell them otherwise. No. There's no no way. And we've talked about this before. Like there's one store in the Glendale Mall that's a fragrance store that is like a living fragrance net. Right. Yeah. I still want to go with you. You can't, but you just, I mean, we could go in blind buy but you can't smell any of the fragrances so you're I mean I love that concept still. and then I'm just like are we I hate that concept but I also love it maybe we go in there with like our x-ray nose vision mm-hmm. and just try to smell through the cellophane I think that's the best that you can do like, I'm getting some top notes of uh... <laughs> plastic and dust yeah <laughs> oh wow well weirdly the same for this one too yeah, exactly. <laughs> so fucking crazy exactly um I will say uh, in the vein of perfumes that like I have not smelled from like kind of that are kind of in the realm that you're talking about yeah. of like things you'd throw into the cart for fragrance net. Totally. Have you smelled anything by either Rocha or like, Ro- I, how do no. you say that? R-O-C-H-A-S. I think Rocha. Rocha. Right. Yeah. yeah. Have you ever smelled anything from them? No. Have you ever seen the bottles? Sounds familiar. I was alerted to their existence by a post from uh, Oris Root Powder. Obsessed. Our, our, <laughs> the account that we both follow. Yeah. Um, and they have one that's called Toka Lily, Toka Dilly, mm-hmm. that has like the cutest fucking packaging. Let's look it up. I, I, I really want you to see it because now I'm like Toka craving Dilly. it. But that wasn't part of your haul. It was not part of my haul, but I... I'm now craving it. And I was wondering if you had smelled any of theirs because I wanted to. So on my list of topics, one of the things I have on here is discuss two ranges, Rocha and Nina Ricci, because I'm curious as to whether you've smelled. Oh, this is really cute. And the box that it comes in is even cuter. Wait, I need this on my shelf. It's so cute. So it's like a describe the bottle. I mean, the bottle is a frosted, it kind of looks like um, Memphis style. It's Memphis. Yeah. It's like a frosted, it's tall. The cap is like lime green. And then there's a part of the cap that's purple and it's geometric and cool and kind of looks like Alice in Wonderland. Like it's like tilted over a little bit. Yeah. But these notes are not usually my favorite thing. I will say that's kind of also how I felt about it. It, cucumber is one for me that it yeah. has to be expertly executed. Maybe this is beautiful. I feel like, okay, so it's, it's lilac cucumber. And what are the bottom ones? Hyacinth, Jasmine and coconut. I feel like it probably is not going to be one that I'm obsessed with fragrance wise, just based on those notes, but I'm curious and I kind of want to love a cucumber fragrance. I want there to be one I that I love. I think, yeah. Um, The reviews made me interested in this. I was like scrolling through some of the reviews on on Fragrantica. I mean, it might be really wet and like... A lot of people were saying that it's like the only cucumber-based fragrance that they like. Okay. So I'm probably going to get it. I saw it on Walmart for like 15 bucks. There we go. So I'm excited about it. But like, look at the Rocha like full line. And there's so many interesting bottle aesthetic 
options. Oh, they're all so different. They're really different. Oh, Tokad I've heard of too. So Tokadili is apparently maybe a flanker of it. I see. But I think that people were saying in the comments that it's like maybe not, like has no relationship at all. Uh, geranium freesia bergamot. Tokade seems to have like absolutely no notes in common with it. So no, but maybe it like vibe. I like Tokadili's design and color scheme more. Tokad is very similar to Tokadili, but it's not a frosted bottle and it's primary colors. Yeah. Which I'm like, eh. it's, it's more Memphis design totally. pilled, but it's totally. not as much my thing. It's hard to find a pretty bottle. This bottle rocks. The bottle rocks. Okay, wait. So then speaking of bottle rocking, <laughs> bottle rocking in the house tonight. Um, I was going to say, let's look at Nina Ricci. Cause there's like one selection of, have you smelled any Nina Ricci? I don't think so. Should we go popular? Yeah, let's go by popular too. too. I think that that's the way to do it. Okay. So Nina is the one. Apparently. L'air du temps. And some of these bottles are not like really breaking the mold, but some of them are really cute. You like the apple shaped one? The apple shaped ones are fine. Um, keep scrolling. Though. There's a DKNY fragrance called Be Delicious. That's their apple fragrance. Ooh, Les Belles de Richie. Les Belles de Richie is the one I'm like really obsessed with. And what, are the, are what are the fragrances? The notes? Yeah. This well, one's what t- are the fragrances? <laughs> what are the fucking notes? This one's tomato leaf and basil, magnolia, freesia, raspberry. So this is going to be squeakacious. Yeah. It's going to give they, you a little caprese. Yeah. Almost savory. These kind of remind me oh, of like, they're almost like Avon. Do you, mm. the old like Avon perfumes where every bottle is really characteristic of the fragrance? This one. Well, that just, they're cheating. That one is crazy. So this is La Elle de Temp. But that Couture. one, they've like put feathers Couture around edition. it and things. It's couture, baby. It's wearing a dress. It's just it's like, that's literally not... literally wearing a feather dress. But that's not how it comes in the store. That's how I want it. I'm just like, can you put a feather like, dress on The dress on stays there? on. <laughs> the feather dress stays on. It stays on all night. Yeah, baby. Um, anyway, I just want to show you those and just be like... Fun. Oh, okay, so are... Well... Have you seen the Salvador Dali bottles? No. Okay, oh my so God, I those see. are the best. So this is like, today's episode's theme is pretty bottles. Pretty ass bottles. Okay, they do the <laughs> best pretty bitches. bottle design, in my opinion. Okay. Look oh, I mean, that's gorge. Look at this. What do we have? Lips and a nose. Oh. So the bottle is designed to look like lips, and then the cap is the nose on top of the lips. So this is Laguna by Salvador Dali. I had this in my fragrance net order like six months ago, and then I canceled the order because it was one where everything was weird. It was like all things that I had like heard about in blogs that were a hundred million years old that were just kind of like classics that I felt like I should try, but every single one was a blind buy and my, it was like $200. I was like, stop. Yeah. Wait, so uh, do they have others that are kind of like this nose and mouth design yeah. that like are just different color ways? They do. So Also, I had no idea that there was a um, Salvador Dali fragrance line. I mean, it's like a licensing thing. Oh, but... Dali Parfum de Toilette. 
There's, so there's like a crystal one. Yeah, they do just have like a bunch of different amber colorways. colored. Laguna is like frosted teal. Laguna is maybe the prettiest one. I think sea foam. Laguna Marvia. Dali Mania. Oh, I love that one. Wait, that's it. Red. Dalissima. Dalissima. <laughs> These are so cool. Yeah. How much was the Salvador Dali one that you were looking at? It was like 20 bucks. Girl, we got to get some. I know. I want to try these. Sometimes, here's my experience with blind buys. When you're on FragranceNet, mm-hmm. everything's so thrilling, isn't it? It's a thrill. And you say, this is going to be the scent that changes my life. Mm-hmm. Every single one, the $15 one, you're like, I've discovered the $15 scent that's going to change my life. Yeah. And what can be depressing is when they When arrive, your life remains the same. And when your life really remains the same. Yeah. And you're just like, this just kind of smells like perfume and I don't care. Yeah. Or you look at the- like, You're like, wow, me, I'm still a celibate loser. <laughs> <laughs> cool. And everything as it once was. Yeah. Everything in its right place. Exactly. Anyway. Exactly. But I like will go through the reviews for like whatever, Dali Laguna. Uh-huh. And most of them are like, this smells like something you would buy on a cruise ship. It's mid. And yeah. then there's two or three that are just like, no, honey, this is niche. Like you need to go out and buy yeah. it. And then it is, I haven't smelled it yet, but quite probably more mid, you know? So, yeah. and I, when perfume depresses me, it really like, like it wears on my soul. So I guess I'm just like, I'm in the phase of my like perfume exploration yeah. in which I'm like, I'm excited to try things that are new to me and yet still mid mm-hmm. because at least I know. I agree. It's important. It's like part of the education to yeah, familiarize I, yourself. All of it is fascinating to me. It's kind of the way I feel, honestly, about pop culture. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't necessarily like love every single pop diva. Right. But when, if I was given the option to say, like, remove them from the equation completely and like experience culture without their contributions, I would say, obviously not. Absolutely not. I fucking love, like Katy Perry is a great example of that. Mm -hmm. Wherein like, I've never been a Katy Perry fan, but I'm a Katy Perry, like supporter obsessive. Like I'm, I'm, I'm extremely hooked on what that bitch will do next. I, that's where you and I differ (laughs) because when her, I could delete her from the, no opposite. I'm obsessed with her. When her, love. F- her film came out, mm-hmm. part of me, mm-hmm. that was, so that's when they were making music movies. It mm-hmm. probably came out in like, I don't know, 2012 or something. Yeah. That's when they were making music movies that weren't like made by algorithm where it was like you sign on to Apple plus and it's just like a 20 minute film about Lady Gaga mm-hmm. that looks like it was made by TMZ. Right. This was actually watching part of me. I laughed. I cried. It was her on tour, but it was also when she was breaking up with Russell Brandt. Right. In that, does she talk about her religious upbringing at all? Of course. Her parents are on it. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. We love. Yeah. I, um, (laughs) so that came out when I worked at, um, the museum I worked at. Mm. And when I was in the gift shop there, I, there was a computer that we each had our own like little accounts on. And so on my account, my desktop (laughs) wallpaper was, a very, very small image in the middle of the screen. Girl, you didn't tile? No, I didn't tile. <laughs> I like. I, I thought it was so funny that it was just like a tiny little, little thumbnail. Yeah. And it was just uh, Katy Perry saying, 
like in quotes, thank you for believing in my weirdness that from was, that movie. That was so <laughs> her in that era. But in, then all the security guards would come in and be like, oh, so you love Katy Perry. And I'm like, no. And you're like, no, I'm just a freak. Yeah. <laughs> Ever heard of it? Ever heard of, yeah, being a fucking weirdo? So, I'm not like other girls, bitch. There was one Halloween where I almost did, I couldn't like get it together, but her, um, what's it called? That candy that's on a strip of paper and they're those little dots. Oh, the dots. Yeah. What's the fuck's that candy called? It's like, I don't know. Where you rip candy it off. Dots. Those candy dots yeah. and you rip it off and you just like eat the paper what with it. Those? They weren't good. They were bad. They was just like chalky sugar with paper Extremely mixed in. Extremely chalky sugar. But she did. She had a really great look on tour. That mm-hmm. was a dress that looked like, or it was like a two piece outfit that looked like it was it's that very candy. Fucking Katy Perry. Incredibly Katy Perry. Yeah. The hamburger dress. We love. We love. <laughs> we support. I mean, I could talk about Katy Perry for like a million fucking. I years, bet she loves but... perfume. Well, she has perfume. Oh. We should look. What, what's Katy Perry perfume? Is it like a I'm like making Spears. you turn up the brightness again? I'm um, curious. I know that she has perfume. I just know it exists. Meow. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I guess so. This looks kind of like. Wait, go to Fragrant again. See what if she has multiple. I love just bossing you around like this. I know. I'm just like just because I'm closer. because <laughs> I'm closer to the computer. Uh-huh. Made by Jividon, so she did not skimp. Made by give a damn. Made by give a damn. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So what does she have? She has a ton. She's got lots. Um, I What's the s- most popular? The most popular is Purr. Purr. And then Meow. And then Killer Queen. Killer Queen, I think, is the only one I'd heard of before. Okay. What's in Purr? Purr is peach, red apple, bamboo. Gardenia, bamboo. What the hell does bamboo smell like? girl <laughs> could not tell you it smells like Katy perry vanilla coconut mm-hmm. orchid and musk yeah okay. i mean i'm kind of curious about a Katy perry frag i would i would buy one for the pod for pod purposes for pod purposes um speaking of fragrances for pod purposes yeah well it is so interesting that you mentioned that because weirdly we do have a pod about Perfume. I brought a fragrance. Wow. I don't know if you have one. What's crazy is I brought one too. So I wasn't anticipating you were going to bring one. Whoa. Great minds think alike. Yeah. So what are we going to do with them? Um, I think we should smell them for longevity. Uh-huh. Initial spritz. Dry down. Bottle design. And name. Such a great idea. Yeah. I'm so glad you thought Let's of that right now. It. Yeah. Let's do it. Let's fucking do, do it. Do you want to start with yours? We can start with mine for sure. Okay. Okay. Um, okay. So I kind of have two. I sort of have two. I have one that's like the main one and I have uh, additional sort of extra credit one. Okay. Um, so close your eyes. Start with the main. The main event. The main. This is the main event. Are you ready? I think that Dev 2 is actually by Olympic Orchids. I think it's Dev 2 and then in parentheses, the main event. Oh, that's fun. Oh, what are we doing? Are we starting? Oh, felt so nice and cold on my skin. This is really interesting. What is it's? What are you doing over there? Just, uh, I can look? You can look. Whoa. 
That's very Keanu Reeves. Whoa. Whoa. So what you think? So I'm getting a lot of spice. Okay. And then like fruit. Yeah. So, um, why don't you tell our listeners, uh, did you notice anything interesting about the way I applied that to you? I couldn't tell how you were applying it. Was it rollerball? It was not a rollerball. There was no atomizer. No atomizer, for sure. And it looks oily on my skin. Yeesh. Whee. So it's an oil, but it's not a rollerball. Whee. And I, it sounded like you were clinging and clanging over there. I was doing a lot of clinging and clanging. Like you were trying to get the last drop of jam out of the container. Well. It is a jam. Yeah. I actually <laughs> did uh, slather your arm in jam, freshly made, some preservatives. That would be very a fragrance brand to be like, and we're coming out with a fragrance jam yeah for the first time ever honestly this fragrance tell me it doesn't kind of give a little bit of jam it does have smell wise spicy fruit i mean to me this is very um it smells like 70s -hmm. holiday potpourri period i actually really see that do you like it i like it i wouldn't reach for it okay Yeah, so you're getting potpourri, spicy. And then like apple. Fruity. Stewed apple is what I got. Yeah. So for me, the main thing that I've like experienced with this one Mm -hmm. is like very overripe fruit. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Very. And not citrus. I was going to say peach at first, but I think it's apple or pear maybe. I actually get something else and I don't want to say it because like, I don't want to like, it's like leading the witness, you know? Because you know that's what's in it? Yeah. Mm, A fruit though? There are two main fruit uh, top notes Mm -hmm. that I feel like if you go through the fruit aisle, you'll find them. (laughs) Mm. Let's go shopping, babe. Let's go to Vaughn's. Hmm. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. And, and so then to me, it's like the, the balance of this one is like rot, almost rotten fruit. Mm -hmm. Like it's almost a little gross Mm -hmm. to me. Mm -hmm. It's like very overripe smelling fruit. Farmer's market baking in the sun Uh vibes. Yeah. With like, like a musky, like oody sort of undercurrent. So the the musk that I'm getting is very plasticky. Yeah. And there's something like a little bit sharp in here too. Mm-hmm. Do you get that? Yeah, but do you get oud from it? Like plasticky oud? No. Like artificial? No, I get like artificial musk, like that okay. shampoo-y kind of musk. Yeah. Yeah. It's supposed to be oud? I mean, I don't know that for sure. I've just been thinking of it as oud, but maybe not. Because it's funny. I know what you mean, that there's something dry about it, but I don't get wood. I get literally like dried potpourri. It's very potpourri. The more you say potpourri, the more I'm like, (laughs) yeah, it's very fucking potpourri. This is the one that you bought IRL? No. (gasps) No. Uh Uh-huh. It's on your list? I mean, I, I have it. Well, I don't know if it's a sample. You don't know that. 
you don't know anything. And I'll, I won't know until you and reveal that. I keep you in the dark for <laughs> as long as possible. <laughs> yeah, no, I think that like... What do you think of this one? Okay, I'm on the fence about it. Yeah. I have some thoughts that I'll share once it's revealed. I, I'm very 50-50 on it. TBH. The pl- I love plasticky notes. This to me would be more delicious if rather than the shiny plasticky, mm-hmm. there was something like milky creamy. I agree. It's a little it's sharp. sharp. It's a little sharp. I So my first impression of this when I first got it was I was like, oh, fun. Something's happening. Yeah. And I thought it was like, it's a little bit, it was hitting me as more floral than I think of it as now after more experience with mm-hmm. it. But I was like really pleasantly surprised by it. But then I've worn it throughout a day before and it kind of became a scrubber on its own. But then where it comes back around for me is layering. Layering. That's why I have two. So the thing with this one that makes it very unchloe to me, this bitch has no sillage at all. It has no projection. Really? I can't. I mean, try smelling it like six inches away. Babe, I feel like it has so much sillage. I get just like this, like four inches away from my nose. I have to put my face like in it. Like I feel like it's it holds close to the body. I don't know. I, I feel like it, it wafts off. I'm not getting a waft. When I have worn it, I have felt like I'm like emanating, which I like because obviously eating ass skin. So for and me, that's, that's like... Perfume is designed to be smelled. Yeah. So. Okay, as it's drying down... There's something brighter. Um, so what do you rate the initial? C. Okay. That's honest. Plus. I give it a C plus. Okay. I'm going to give it a B. Yeah. For me. Yeah. Because I do like it. Um, I don't think it's like wild. The dry down is way brighter. Like it's giving like... Um, peach or plum or something that's like oh plum is the one plum is the one (laughs) your face when i said plum (laughs) my eyes shot open you brightened up yeah just like the freak so yeah it's as after the initial um kind of like blast of 70s potpourri it dries down to something a little bit Mm, it's still pretty sharp though. Yeah, I agree. But this is why I think that this only is going to work as a layering one because layered, I like it. Are you layering it with acro smoke? I'm layering it with different things. I've tried it with two different things. Okay. One of which I brought. So I think that what makes the most sense is to layer it before I even do the reveal. Okay. So we did initial spritz. You want to rank the dry down solo before I do anything? Else? I don't think we're really there yet because it's still literally wet on my skin, but I can tell that the dry down, I don't know, uh, C, still C plus, I think. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. 
I'm going to say dry down is like a B minus for me just because... You prefer the initial. Well, I don't know. I get sick of it. That's that's like sort of okay. my experience with it. That's a good... Over time, I'm a little bit like, ugh. Getting sick of it is an important thing that we haven't discussed with perfume. Yeah. Like, I like it when I first put it on and then like five hours later, because it actually does have, to me, in my experience, a lot of longevity. It's like a A minus longevity. It's interesting because it is. I f- again, I have to, but in terms of projection, low. That's my. That's the way I'm yeah. interpreting it. Yeah. But yes, you're right. As I put my nose against my arm, it is. It's getting stronger on my skin. Mm-hmm. I think it's one that like mm. I've been really shocked throughout the day as I've worn it that it just is like stronger and stronger. It's which like- is rare for me. I'm very curious to see what it is. To me, it's giving like very Yankee candle. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I see that. Okay. So we got our grades for, and and for longevity, I'm going to give it an A minus. Okay. So we have our grades for initial dry down and longevity. Now we're going to layer. Okay. So close your eyes again. Okay. Chloe's like, like tracing it with my finger. But she's touching my arm like she's about to give me like a flu shot. Oh my God. You layer it with... Something fruitaceous. Something very fruitaceous. Very fruitaceous. I can look now? Yeah, you can look. Is this Byredo Pulp? No. But I actually think Byredo Pulp would mix very well with the original one. You're crazy for this. Okay, but is this not a great combo? It's fruit salad. Yes. It's like pure fruit. You're wearing the fruit bowl. So... For yeah. KFM the other night, I wore this combo. Mm. I got so many compliments. Mm. I got so many compliments. So let me ask you, and it I'm, is so fruit salad though. It's, it's very like fruit hilarious. salad. I need your honest answer. Did you? Are you layering with this fragrance to try to make it work? Yes. Okay. Yeah. I will say it's just like I've gone back and forth on it. Like I like elements of it. it I don't hate it by yeah. any means. No, no, no. Sometimes the pendulum swings closer to me liking it. Sometimes I'm like, oh, get up the fuck off me. And I wonder if like, because I see what you're doing with the this layering. The layering is pretty. And what you're doing with it is you're masking the potpourri. Yes. Whereas I wonder if maybe you would like it in a similar, in a in a different way, but for a similar reason, if you leaned into the potpourri and leaned into Probably. the 70s. Probably. Thing. But I would have to, again, I think that I could layer it with something else to achieve that mixture. You know what else I've layered it with? Mm. Uh, Panettone. Mm. I did that last night and it actually was good. I was like, that's like holiday. I was kind of nervous about it, but it actually worked really well. Yeah. 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 So. Yeah. And like I find that the original fragrance You're really so cute. I was a little nervous. I was a little <laughs> nervous before I left the house. The original fragrance really honestly like amplifies elements of whatever you put on top of I it. I buy that. Yeah. Like it's pretty good for that, I think. Yeah. So it's an oil, okay. which we went over. Mm-hmm. I do think that what I'm gonna do with it is, you know, when I get out of the shower. The oil goes on, then the fragrance goes on top. So di- I, I'm testing out different mixtures. Yeah, with it. yeah. But I do think that it like amplifies and extends the wear of whatever I layer on top of it. So what do you give longevity? I gave it an A minus because it really does have that. And I think that 
in a mixture format, maybe like A or A plus because it's, I think, a longevity extender. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'll go with your rating. This is so fun to me, this mixture. Do you love or you hate? I... It is so sweet fruit salad, but I like that. It's like... I like it. I, I don't, again... I wouldn't necessarily reach for it, but I do think it's, and now that we're talking about fruit salad, it's, it's actually the funnest kind of fruit salad where mm-hmm. it's literally like grapes. Yeah. Cantaloupe. Yep. <laughs> There's almost like a maraschino cherry aspect. Exa- too. Thank you. Exactly. Yeah. It's really sweet. Exactly. Sort of in parts of it. Oh, and we love maraschino cherry. Fully. Fully. So, okay. Do you want the reveal? I'm dying to know. Okay. Close your eyes. I have to know both. I have to close my eyes. Yeah, close your eyes for the reveal. Um, Ding. Oh my goodness. So this is the original frag. Oh my goodness. (laughs) Chloe's, this is the the prettiest bottle I've ever seen. I told you, this is the episode of a very aesthetic bottle. This is the most beautiful bottle in the world. It's literally so fucking gorgeous. It's like Marie Antoinette wishes. So this is called Leali. (gasps) It's Swiss Arabian. And I got it for like 20 bucks on Amazon. (laughs) How did you find it? Fragrance or Fragrantica? So it actually is one that gets talked about on perfume talk a lot. Okay. Like I've seen a lot of perfume tiktokers yeah raving about this okay along with a lot of other like arabic perfumes that you can get on um amazon yeah like a bunch of different latafas yeah um and i'm like really i'm so excited to try more tbh i'm gonna stock up this bottle is like unbelievably beautiful it's so cool it's so gorgeous and i thought it was gonna look like cheap in person and it like you can tell it's not like wildly expensive but it's gorgeous it looks like a byzantine like enamel like it looks like an illuminated manuscript fully it's so pretty fully it's so gorgeous it has like a it's circular kind of in shape and it has a beautiful purple flower and then the sides are all gold embossed, like um, sort of entwined designs. With it looks like vines tools. or something. But it also is a cage for the oil inside. The oil's in a tiny bottle yeah. inside the cage. It's this so beautiful. It's like of one rocks. of the most beautiful bottles also, ever. Also, this application, mm-hmm. this is one of my favorite ways to apply perfume. Talk about that, the application. So the stick that dips into the oil and then you put the stick directly on your skin. Mm-hmm. This is if you go and buy a vintage perfume bottle, it always has that stick mm-hmm. in it. I don't know. I guess that's how people used to apply perfume. And yeah. there's something very erotic about it. Like totally. the crystal against your skin. I mean, it's like a cold glass kiss. It really was a cold oh. kiss when you, I was, I was like rollerball. Like I yeah, could not. Like what even is this? Yeah. It's like a long, yeah. Long shaft. Okay. So what's it called? It's called Leali. Leali. Okay. And it's the brand is Swiss Arabian. And there's a couple of oh, other... Oh, it's called Swiss Arabian? The brand is called Swiss Arabian. Oh, my God. Yeah. There's a couple of other variations, like similar bottle aesthetic, but like different flower. Yeah. And different scents. 
and I really want to try others. This one, I, like at first I was like, wow, I'm so excited about this when I first got it. And then I was like, you don't know, it's a little sickly and gross. There is with the combo that you did, there's like a cotton candy mm-hmm. thing about it. So you want to see what I yeah. put on as the combo? Yes. Oh, this tiny little, <gasps> tiny little, nearly empty sample of Angel Nova. Uh huh. So now I am obsessed with Angel Nova, and I want an FB of Angel Nova. I don't want to use like your last. You can. I think I'm going to buy an FB of. I'm so curious. Mm. It's like um, it's like passion fruit angel. Yes. So that's why it's giving fruit salad when it's mixed with this. Because basically, oh this, girl, angel nova is yummy. Uh-huh. Can I smell it on you? Whoa. Ooh. Yum city. <laughs> Yummo. This is like so yummo. This is like the Soscata fragrance that I keep talking about. Which one? Like, it was one of my first TJ Maxx perfumes when I was in middle school. And it was, I think it's called Escada by Escada. I'll look it up and I'll put it in the liner notes. But it um, is like a passion fruit, like tropical Yum. fruit salad. We love. Mm. So now you want Angel Nova too. Kind of. Now we're going to fight over Angel Nova. I know. I don't think we got to fight. We could be lovers, not fighters. So lover dose, Angel Nova, an- the original Angel. Mm-hmm. All in the family. Yeah. Well, and I will reveal one of the other seven that I got is pink sugar. Ooh. So. You need, you need that. I need it. Yeah. She needs to be part of the family. You need that. And did you get, you didn't get like the huge bottle. No, I got the little one. You need the little one. There yeah. we go. It's there perfect. we go. So, okay. So for Leali, mm. we have yet to rate the name and the bottle aesthetic. To me, bottle aesthetic A plus. A it's plus. like incredibly gorgeous. Huge A plus. Um, name Leali is pretty. I'm, I'm going to give it an A, and it also I feel like it fits, matches. It matches yeah. everything. So A. Are you getting the metallic thing that we get a with Latafa? A little bit, and I wonder if that's just like a thing of these like inexpensive mm-hmm. Amazon perfumes. Mm-hmm. Or maybe people like that. But there's a maybe there's a metallic cotton candy. Okay, wait. So I'm gonna go to the Fragrantica like page for this and just look up the notes and stuff. So Leali, Swiss Arabian, says the accords are fruity, white floral, sweet, yellow floral, animalic, woody floral, oud, amber, rose. And you can always like reapply a section of just it on its own if you want to. I don't get any oud. Do you get oud? I was saying I do. I mean, I don't know if I'm like too influenced by knowing what's in it, you know? Mm-hmm. So top notes, black currant, plum, orange blossom. Middle notes, yalang yalang, jasmine, and rose. Base notes, agar wood, oud, and ambergris. When I tell you I get no orange blossom? Yeah, the orange blossom is like non- He's like completely absent, has left the building. Now I'm getting like a grapefruit thing. Interesting. I I don't get any citrus from it at all, personally. I'm, 
a little envious of this bottle. Well, first of all, the way it looks, I'm incredibly envious. But this is a good starter purchase for these kinds of perfumes because it's not fucking nuclear. No. And because it's an oil, it's not like following you around everywhere you go. It's like stays a little bit close to the body. I also just will say, like, it's a great layering one. Okay, when you say artificial oud, you mean the band-aids? Yes. It does have big band-aid energy. Big band-aid energy. Yeah. For yeah. sure. Okay, so they also have this red one, Leali Rouge. I'm going to go to the Swiss Arabian, like, How much was page. this? You said 20 bucks? It was, like, very cheap. Yeah. It was, like, it's $23. I love that. It's a really good price for all that juice. All that juice. Okay, so they have Leali Rouge, which looks like this. It's just like the same flower, but red. Pretty. And then uh, they say that the notes for that are coconut and hibiscus, papaya and lemon, and peach and rose. Who the fuck knows? I know. It sounds nice. Who knows? Who knows? And then there's uh, Eulali which is a kind of different looking flower. Pretty, no? That kind of sounds familiar. Yeah. I mean, I will say that these get talked about in what I see on like perfume talk Mm -hmm. so much. Mm -hmm. Because now my TikTok is very perfume. Amazing. As it should be. As it should be. Um, There's also a pink one, which I actually think Mm -hmm. I have in my cart. (laughs) Mm -hmm. The, The last remaining. Yeah, it's... Uh, the pink one is Amali, which I think someone was saying was a dupe of hmm, Delina or something by Parfums de Marley. Oh, interesting. The thing is, okay, the other thing that par- that Perfume Talk is obsessed with is duping Delina. <laughs> mm. Duping Delina sounds like a fucking... Like, duping Delina. It sounds like a heist movie or like a romance, like a romantic comedy. Duping Delina. Duping Delina. Duping Delina. That's what this episode should be called. Duping Delina. Um, Angel Nova. Yeah. So let's, let's move on to Angel Nova. Cause I'm also curious about what you think about that. I'm going to spray a little bit. It on my hand. almost goes. I love this perfumer, Quentin Bish. He did um, Marseille. We love by Comme des Garçons. <laughs> so he he did Comme des Garçons Marseille, which is one of my faves right now. Yeah. Um, this goes so shampoo musk for me. Mm. It's kind of hard for me to it's get It's kind of shampoo. When you say shampoo, I'm like, fuck. <laughs> now that's all I'm going <laughs> to fucking smell. Because the opening is juicy, juicy raspberry. For sure. And like I thought you hit the nail on the head with passion fruit passion too. Passion fruit. It's very passion fruit to me. What does it say the notes are? It says the notes are raspberry, lychee, yeah. Damascus rose, ooh, agigala wood, and benzoin. I think the raspberry and lychee combo is really fun. Like lychee is a sexy little note. That's definitely the opener. But For sure. The dry down? Doesn't slap for you. I personally like it. And again, this combo. The combo hits. Really hits. And it lasted a million goddamn years. And everyone 
at the, you know, thing where I wore it was like this, you smell amazing. You're like, well, you can't get it anywhere because it's mixology, baby. That's a combo. It makes them both smell more expensive when you mix. For sure. For sure. Yeah. And I, I feel like Angel Nova, I kind of think that Angel Nova might be like going out of mm. stock because it like I checked a bunch of different stores and it was like sold out, sold out, sold out. Where'd you find it? Okay, so this little sample was one that I think my roommate got, and I used all all of her sample. Sorry. She got, she like picked it up? It was just sitting out in my apartment. You're like, so this is mine now. It's mine now? Yeah. Sorry, Emily. I'm sorry, Emily. Okay. I'm going to get a full bottle, and I'll buy another sample. There we it. go. Okay. Just to like throw that in there and make really up. Really interesting. Really, oh, and we should say the difference between this and the original angel is that it's hot pink for sure versus the and, yeah. beautiful blue. The beautiful blue bottle, I like so much more. The hot pink is like very to me. Well, let's see when it was released. It was whoa, 2020? Yeah, I knew it was a newer one. Because this is giving full 2001, like Britney Spears Curious. It is. Or Fantasy. But it's like a newer. Isn't that interesting? Indie sleaze. Kind of. Kind of. What's the theme of this pod? Indie sleaze and bottle design? Yeah. (laughs) Sexy little indie sleaze bottles. Okay. Okay. So those are mine. That's my selection for this week. Exciting. Fun, no? You really titillated me with these. Yeah. I have one for you. Oh, just the one? I just brought one for oh, you. Just the one? Okay, I'm ready. Okay. Closing um, my eyes, um, extending my wrist. Okay, just let me in. in the spirit of friendship and brotherhood. Brother <laughs> fraternity. Yeah, egalite. <laughs> Liberté. Okay, wait, don't look because I need to spray on my side. Okay, I did feel it though, so you got me. Mm-mm-mm. Wow, my stomach is really making a lot of noise. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Okay, wait, don't look yet. Can you smell it already? I'm maybe just imagining that. Okay, you can look. Okay. Let's see. Woo! Wow, a very different direction than the ones we've been smelling. So the one, the two that I brought are so fruity. Yeah. And so super sweet, fruity, sweet and fruity. This is like, oh, like floor polish. Yeah. <laughs> very, very like polish, chemical, turpentine. Yeah. Like. The opening's like frightening, but I uh, you can tell you're gonna like it. I can I can tell I'm gonna like it. Yeah. it it's almost giving a little bit of coffee now, it, it pretty quickly. Oh, that's cool! I had never smoked cl- I coffee, get coffee before. I get coffee in it for sure. <gasps> I love that. Ooh, it's like nutty coffee. Kind I of love too. coffee. I've never thought about that with this one, but it's definitely like floor <gasps> polish and like it's it's like a, a freshly waxed floor. That someone happened to spill a fucking like hazelnut cappuccino on. Coffee. You know. You don't get coffee? There's something else that I get. And when I tell you, you're going to be like, oh, it's that. Yeah, probably. I feel like one thing that we learned about me from this is that like, I may not be the most accurate at discerning specific notes, but. 
She will give it her best. She <laughs> Nevertheless, always, she persists. The thing is, it's impossible when you first smell something. You need to yeah. sit with it for a second and be like. There's only know. one person I've ever known who actually is like really accurate about mm. first notes, and it was Math, our friend Math. Oh my God, that was so cute. Yeah. Math rocks at this. Math rock. It's a little bit of Math rock. <laughs> a little bit of Math rock. Okay, so this is fun. This is weird. I know. This is weird as hell. I know. It's a it's a little bit of that um like waxy lipstick thing too. Oh my god, I don't get that at all. You don't get that? Now that you say it, yes, I do. It's just that's why I was so like activated by it because these yeah. are things I have never thought about with this fragrance. Uh there is something that I'm not getting. Like, I'm not picking up on and, like, expressing. Wow, I'm, like, literally leaving lipstick marks on the mic. I'm just kissing. <laughs> a little bit of... <laughs> the mouth noise section. Okay. It's our so, ASMR section. Um, yeah, that's a really weird Chloe, one. I, I don't even think you know what to say. I don't know what to I say. think you are stopped in your tracks <laughs> by this one. I am a little bit, yeah. Okay, so I'll tell you when I bought it. I bought it okay. because I went to Scent Bar and I was like, I told you about that patchouli that I really like yeah. by, fuck. Hang on one second. Let me look it up. I feel like it's getting oh, a, Lori, a... It's Lori Rodkin makes this okay. patchouli that I'm obsessed with. It's patchouli and vanilla. Oh, okay. So I got a sample of that. I thought it was really pretty. It's called Gothic. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I'm kind of into patchouli right now. And they pointed me towards this one at Scent Bar. So this is like very patchouli. I think it's... Patchouli filled. But it's a weird patchouli. It's not like a typical earthy patchouli. It's like a sweet... I mean, this is a little earthy. It's definitely earthy, but it has... Earthy (laughs) kit. But it's not dry, let's say. Yeah, it's, it's definitely not dry. It is syrupy and it is resinous as a bitch. She's moist. <laughs> yeah, there's like a woody kind of. I mean, bitch, when you said floor polish, I was like, uh huh. When I first uh-huh. sprayed it, I was like, this is a scrubber. I hate it. And it's incredibly strong. So you, it lasts the whole day. Yeah. And as the day wore on, I was like, this is outstanding. Do you get the nuttiness I'm talking about? Yes. It's definitely nutty. Yes. And it's funny. That's not something I'd picked up on before. But also, it's that fucking, I guess what's iris, like that lipsticky old makeup compact Mm -hmm. thing. To me, she's more creaky than squeaky. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) More creak than squeak. So... Uh, initial, let me see. I like, yeah, I, I don't know if I'm going to say it's like my absolute fave. Yeah. Uh, B plus. Okay. B plus. Okay. Cause it's like good. Would you really give the B plus an initial because you almost recoiled? Yeah. I mean, it's weird, but I don't. Like, but you can tell there's a little something there. Yeah. It, I, it wasn't like a uh, bad. Yeah. It was just like a, whoa, it's okay. An that's, um, that's really something. Yeah. Let's give, yeah. Him, let's give him something to talk about. You know, it's very strong. Um, I get it's, it's getting, as it dries down, I'm going to bring the dry down a little lower. Cause the dry down is getting, wow. 
into like powder for me. It's like baby powdery. Do you get that? It still has that like nutty thing. It still has its kind of like turpentiney thing. Although that was really the biggest part of the initial. Turpentine for me was what it smelled like when I first. And now that I wear it a lot, I realize that the turpentine doesn't like grab me in the same way that it does because yeah. I'm able to like discern the other shit that's in there. Powdery, yeah, it does. I mean, it's to like me, a powder. Now it's like powdery, nutty, irisy. Would you say powdery or would you say creamy? No, I say powdery. Full powder. Powder. Um, dry down. I'm gonna give like a B minus. Fascinating. It's like gone down a couple pegs. That is fascinating. I so largely prefer the dry down to the initial. It's not that I dislike this. Yeah. I'm just like, I was like much more intrigued by the initial. Yeah. And then as it's dried down, the fact that the powder goes, the powder quotient goes way up. Yeah. I'm yeah, kind yeah. of like, eh. This is one, Chloe, where I feel like we would be at some bar and I would pull it out. And I would be like, no. No. Like, no. just like, no thanks. That's not, not for, for me. me, love. Not for me. Okay. So, do I you give, have an FB of this? Yes. So, okay. Interesting. I give the initial. I don't know, A minus, because it's crazy, and then is the new? dry down is an A. No, it's not. New to you? No, it's not. Mm. It's not new to me at all. And this is not... <laughs> new to you. Well, I mean, I don't, like, well, I don't know. <laughs> you could be interpreting that in many different... I, I know. I know you're sneaky That's little snake-like I, Exactly, mind. exactly. You Do could you tell. in the finale, in the reunion of Vanderpump this week... Uh, Lala was like, you move like a snake. <laughs> That's me to you. And then James said, you're a worm with a mustache. Yeah. Both of them are really um, legless beings, apparently. Absolutely. A snake and a worm. Absolutely. So, okay. I was going to say, I got some similarities in vibe, especially the nuttiness of it with oh. Baruti Perverso. Yeah. But I don't think it is Birdie Perverso. No? No. No. But it has like a little bit of like similar, it's doing some similar things. Because it's earthy and sweet. Yeah, it's like nutty, sweet, um, you know, like animalic kind yeah. of. So it's not that though. No. Cool. No. Because I liked, I remember loving that one. And I'm like, if it was this, then I don't love this. You're in like, the same your way. nose deceives you. Yeah. 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 No, this is different. Okay. What do you grade the initial and dry down? Initial A minus dry down A. Okay, cool. And then longev? <laughs> nuclear. Nuclear. Nuclear bomb, which I love. Nuclear. It's nuclear. <laughs> <laughs> to quote, not my president. Impeach this bush. Oh my God. Yeah. Amazing reference. So yeah. Um, yeah, dry down, or sorry, the longevity is... I have to say, as it's lasting longer on me, I'm like, you want to scrub? It's a scrubber. Do you want to see it? Yeah, let's take a look. It's just becoming so baby powder. Oh, and I think that we talked about this one on maybe the first ever episode we recorded. Oh, that I sprayed it? Yeah. You're kidding. I can't even remember that now. The, like literally the first ever one that will never see the light of day. Well, who knows? Who knows? Should we reveal what we're discussing? 
It's 1969 Female Christ. I think this was literally the first ever one that you sprayed on me. This was... And I remember us talking about the turpentine of it all. I think this was like my second or third niche FB. Yeah. Um, the name. Female Christ rocks is a name. To me, it's the best perfume name I've ever heard. Okay. So when I think about it as Female Christ, you know what comes to the fore for me? It's a little pissy. Oh, because you're thinking of Andre Serrano. Exactly. Piss Christ. I literally am thinking of Andre Serrano. You get that? Do you like it more now that you know the name? Well, now that I know what it is, yes, I actually do like it a little bit more. Um, TBH. Piss? Piss is a yes or piss is a no? I don't get pissed, but I now need to know what the hell is in it. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, so Female Christ, 1969. And listen, I don't dislike it. It's just not like a, like... It wasn't bowling you over and the dry down did not excite you. Yeah, and the dry down especially is like still, it, it's just getting powderier. These are notes that like someone would post on their scent of the day on Twitter and I would be like, fuck off because yeah. they're so esoteric. Patchouli, eucalyptus, pimento are the top notes. Okay. And I think eucalyptus and patchouli to me is very unique. It's yeah. cool and warm. Also, patchouli as a top note is interesting because I feel like it's usually not so high in the composition. It also isn't a top note. Like... You smell patchouli all day long with this. Yeah. But I like the energy. Um, Middle note, rhubarb. Rhubarb. I think there's a lot of rhubarb in this. Yeah. Wintergreen, red thyme, geranium. Base notes, amber, cashmere wood, vanilla, benzoin, cinnamon. Oh, interesting. So. I mean, okay. So I get the amber for sure. Yeah. I get the vanilla. I, I was thinking earlier on before we even like revealed, I was like. I bet there's some vanilla somewhere in the base of this. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I think that that's probably what's taking it in like a coffee direction mm. for me. Um, I thought when you said coffee that you were thinking of patchouli. Maybe. I mean, I'm really, I, I think it's the combination of like vanilla and cinnamon and amber that's really doing that for me. This is maybe a polarizing fragrance. Yeah. Because I love it, but I can understand why people would not enjoy it. Yeah. Can I smell it on you? I think that that's important. See, I like it more on you, I think, than I do on me. I still love it on you. I get more eucalyptus. It's like cooler on you. Yeah, it's a little... I Now that I know there's eucalyptus in it, I'm like, oh, okay, I can pull that out. I can pull that out. Why is it that we both thought turpentine though? It's it's terpenic. It's definitely like it a is. terpentine vibe. It is, but I'm like, what's Where is that? giving? I don't know. But I think I mean I guess I'm sort of like rhubarb. What's rhubarb? Not not saying that rhubarb is the terpenic thing, but like yeah. taking rhubarb out of the equation. Mm-hmm. What's rhubarb doing in this mix? You know? I think it's part of what's lending the sweetness. Yeah. What is cool about this composition to me is it is very much hot and cold. It's like very warm. Take it back earthy. to a place of Katy Perry. You're very <laughs> Katy Perry. It's hot and it's cold. It's yes, then it's no. Katy Perry would hate this though. Katy Perry would wear yours. Oh, for sure. She would wear this combo, the house down boots. What would Katy do? Katy would be would be obsessed with Angel Nova. Yeah, Katy loves Angel Nova. Katy loves Leali. 
female Christ, maybe she would like date someone who wears female Christ. Yeah. You, she would date you. She would date wearing me. female Christ. <laughs> but yeah, I don't think she would reach bisexual for bisexual girlfriend. Can you imagine? Well, she kissed a girl. She did kiss a girl. I, some have told me that she did at one point kiss a girl. What did they tell you about it? Well, she said she liked it. She liked it. <laughs> the taste of her cherry chapstick, I heard, was like a real highlight for her. So, exactly. So, okay. But who would wear those besides Katy Perry's boyfriend? Um, I think this is fucking very art school girl build. Like, know. the turpentine aspect of it makes me like, I just see a girl in like overalls with like paint on parts of her face coming out of her studio at like 2 a.m. onto like a little balcony to have a cigarette. She's wearing no makeup, like painty overalls, like very messy hair. Yeah. And she's really fucking cool. And she smells like this. I have to say, I, I agree. I mean, it's very MFA. Very it's MFA. It's very MFA department. MFA. <laughs> That's who would wear it. Emma Faye. Ms. Faye. Ms. Emma introducing to the stage. I will say, this is not a, that's not a new drag name to me. I've thought Emma Faye Emma is a Faye's great is pretty fucking name. amazing, girl. Yeah. I mean, we need to get someone to take this. Snatch that out pretty quick. Well, and also, too, you could do Bia Faye, too. Because Bia is a name. It's not as like good as Emma Faye. Yeah. But Emma and Bia Faye is like a funny family, drag family. No? Yes. Yeah. I think yes. Oui. I think yes. All right. Well, that's Female Christ. Oh, we didn't rate the name. To me, the name is like off the charts A+. Yeah. Female Christ is an incredible name. A+. Uh, the bottle is not unique, but I think it's pretty... I think the bottle, so the bottle is like a pretty generic y looking, but like upscale. I would say upscale. Now I want to be annoying and be like, if you've like know about niche fragrances, you've seen these bottles. I mean, these are bottles where it's For like sure. they're around. Yeah, it's like a um a little sort of off white uh logo sticker on a bottle with like ambery juice. Um that's actually very normal bottle shape. I think that's a characteristic of their fragrances is the juice is colored. So it's a clear mm-hmm. bottle, but then they have one that's called Capri that's like really light sea foam. Yeah. They also they have make, a purple one. What's the purple they one? They do have a purple one. I think that's Casbah, something like yeah. that. Yeah. And they have a green one. I know I've seen the green They're one. They're pretty on the shelf. And they have my orange one that I'm obsessed and with. And the orange one, don't forget about fucking Orange Kush. I think they're really good at naming frags. I, I agree. I agree. Um, female Christ is named after some like the, the perfumer is Swedish. Uh-huh. Um, and this, I think it was a Swedish performance artist who went to the Sweden stock exchange. Uh-huh. It was a woman nude um, wearing a, like a, cr- a cross. A cru- she, she had like crucified, she was crucified. herself yeah. well, and walked nude through the Swedish stock exchange. Cool. It's named after her. Yeah, we love that. <laughs> I mean, honestly, it's glam and it's very and MFA. Clearly giving MFA. Yeah, super MFA. So I think that the name is like perfect, spot on, excellent, A plus. The bottle design is like A minus. It's like I have no notes. It doesn't need to look different. Yeah. Like it's not like 
amazing out of the box for me. Totally. Totally. It's, it's, it's like definitely good and gets high enough marks to pass the class for sure. I just don't like, it's not like it's not eliciting strong emotion. No, it's not a, what was the one, the really cute one that we like? Toka. It's not this. It's not that. It's not a fucking Leali. It's not Leali. I love Leali. She's so pretty. She's on display in a special section of my room. Oh, of course. I really like her boyfriend and girlfriend together. They're very BFGF. Heteronormative. (laughs) (laughs) The babies they would make. (laughs) We should mix. Wait, we should do a mix. I'm actually curious about the mix because we're, we're talking about how Leali is such a good layering one. So do a base of Leali. I think it's just going to kill it. I have some here. I think it's going to kill it. I think it's going to kill it's it. so strong. But I, you never know, though. Leali has surprised me with how it mixes. I, I actually was completely shocked because when you were saying, let's mix Leali with this other, I didn't know it was Angel Nova yeah. yet. I was like, well, I need to reapply Leali because it's going to get lost. Mm-mm. It did not get lost. Nope. It absolutely holds its own. What I like about mixing it, though, is I think it loses the part that I find a little gross about it. Like, Leali on its own, the rotten fruit thing is a little gross to me. The mixture of these two is disgusting. (laughs) Can I smell? It's disgusting. Oh, that's horrible. (laughs) That's so bad. Don't ever do that. I don't think female Christ you can mix with anything. No, don't ever do that. It's such a nuclear bomb. In a great way, I love it, but it's... I think we should, like, be obligated to mix whatever we bring every time. Smart! But, like, they may not always work. They definitely... And in this case, that is disgusting. It's horrible. Do you remember that video of the, (laughs) um, like, that, like, Scottish mom, like, chastising her daughters on, like, FaceTime or something? Saying what? She's like... Which one I use, uh, like, didn't flush the toilet after you've had a shit. <laughs> Disgusting. So she, like, slams the door. It's, like, it's, it's, okay, the video is, like, these two girls, and they're, like, on photo booth singing, yeah. like, a Katy Perry song or something, and they're, like, do 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 and then their mom opens the door, and she's, like, which one I use? <laughs> it's so funny. Anyway. Caught on tape. Just thought of that. Mm. Anyway, so so well, that's our pod. That's I our guess. pod. We really did well, it we up did that. this I think week. Let's, let's see how long this fucking shit is. <laughs> oh, we're, okay, we're good. We're good. Okay, well, well, until next time, my babe. Smell, Smell you later. later.